0: Good morning folks, this is Dr. Dennis, the Wellness Doc, bringing you all things healthy for your mind, body, and soul. Welcome again to my podcast entitled Comprehensive Health and Wellness. It's a pleasure to have you all here with us and listening in to what we have to talk about. This is our 29th episode and today we are on location at Morris Davidson Park on Plainsboro Road and this would be considered very close to uh, Princeton and Princeton University and of course I'm joined today by the number one requested guest host Uncle Paulie what is going on Uncle Paulie oh you know it's a beautiful day even though it's uh freaking freezing outside you know what I mean you got to have layers on and all that kind of stuff but the sun is out hey when the sun is out it benefits us and let's a quick tutorial on this. Okay, the sun promotes vitamin D. Vitamin D has positive effects on your thyroid. When you have positive effects on your thyroid, it affects your metabolism in a positive way. If your metabolism is running properly, then it's uh, it con- contributes. Wow, I, I was like thinking four words at once there. Contributes to maintaining. Uh, proper weight for yourself, or even helping to lose weight. That's some of the keys there, you know, and uh, I'll just leave it at that. So, I'm pretty excited about today's episode. We're going to be discussing our top seven signs and symptoms of overtraining. I know you guys have been there. I know me and the doc have been there. Oh, I can't even count that high, you know, and um, we just want to help you to uh, use guys to uh, optimize performance and prevent injuries. And uh, we were talking about this as we age, you know, sorry, but it's like a car. Once you hit that 100,000 mile mark, bada bing, bada boom, you got to start giving it extra care. You know what I mean? So here's the bottom line. If you are more aware of these signs and symptoms, less likely you're going to get hurt, less likely you're going to hit plateaus. You know, we talked about that And a few of the other uh, podcasts, and uh, you're gonna just be a happy person and you're gonna be able to train frequently. You know what I mean? You look at the month, how many times you get into the gym? All right? I mean, if you're healthy, you know, you should be going 24, 26 times a month. You know what I mean? But if you start getting injuries, that's gonna hold you back. So I'm gonna throw this back over to Doc, he's gonna take the first four. And then I'll take the last tree. And then, uh, you know, we'll wrap it up. Bada bing, bada boom. All right, bam. (laughs) I don't know where that come from. I just thought about uh, that guy Emeril Lagasse when he's cooking. Because definitely love to cook and love to eat healthy. All right, Doc, you're up. (laughs) All right, Uncle Paulie. Number one on the list. Craving sugar and carbohydrates. Have you all ever experienced after several weeks, several days, or even several months of of training with high intensity, maybe you're ramping up for a sporting event, Um, you start to crave sugar and carbohydrates where it's insatiable, where it's non-stop, and no matter how much you try to combat it, which one of my secrets for this is utilizing good fats and, and high protein, good quality protein, so as an example when you start craving carbohydrates and sugar have a nice avocado you know if you throw a little mustard on there and a nice piece of uh you know you can fill in your protein i know for uh, myself and uncle paulie uh salmon is definitely king and uh i'm gonna give a little plug to uh, aldi over here aldi supermarkets um they have wild frozen salmon uh four ounce individually wrapped pieces no skin and it's three ninety nine a pound, I haven't found any way that can beat that, so we're talking each meal, you know, four to six ounces of, um, high quality protein, but especially when you have those cravings, folks, if you throw that in there, <clears throat> nine out of ten times, it's going to really diminish that, um, or some type of, uh, nut butter with, um, you know, you can even try some berries, any type of berries, um, you want to go organic on those because of all the, uh, pesticides strawberries blackberries blueberries uh, raspberries so that'll take the edge off so um, but yeah that's a clear indication that you know you're probably not getting enough rest um, but it comes down to in the brain right and the muscles we need glycogen um, which is a form of sugar to function and um, that's a clear indication that the levels are diminished and very low second on the list uh, which sort of, I must say that each each of the seven signs and symptoms that we're going to be discussing today uh, are synergistic. They're all linked. So it's not uncommon to have all seven uh, going on simultaneously or intermittently. So second on the list is irritability. I know for myself, um, the, the incidences of... <laughs> road rage or the um, frequency of being impatient or even having little things uh, seem big uh, being amplified you know little annoyances Uh, that's a clear indication because sometimes we need to look in the mirror folks and if we're getting frustrated and annoyed by the majority of people around us we need to take a step back and figure out where is that coming from and nine out of ten times it's going to be starting with us. So that's where the self-assessment comes in. Um, So number three on the list, which is also common with irritability and craving sugar and carbs, is depression. And if that starts hitting you, that right there, um, you need to rest. And you need to take a few days where we spoke about this concept of utilizing an active rest where you're either going for a walk with your dog, um, if you like tennis, you know, whatever sport, tennis, golf, um, ice skating, um, you know, playing, uh, ice hockey. Um, not necessarily going to the gym because this is where the act of rest really incorporates the mind, body, and soul a lot more where you're taking in the beauty of nature like today at this beautiful park. And by the way, this is a dog park. Uh, I'll put the, um, the link in the description box uh at the end of this today but it's nice you know there's a walking trail i would say it's about a little over half a mile there's a little area for kids to play you know a little playground uh there's basketball courts and uh there's actually a beach volleyball net here so i like to utilize the sand to do you know plyometrics and different type of agility things but it's very peaceful here so um that's very important to find your peaceful place um I've mentioned before, because I I had the opportunity of living in San Diego for 10 years, and um, I went out there for a reason. It was calculated, and it changed my life. Um, A lot of great things occurred. So my goal is to get back there the 1st of June, and uh, thinking about the weather here in New Jersey, this is one of the major reasons why I moved in the first place. However, I am making the best of it, and I'm being thankful for what we have here today. It is beautiful with the snow, it's very peaceful, and um, of course the sun is out today, so that's a great thing. So, I'm not talking about depression where you can't get out of bed, I'm just talking about losing interest, like intermittently losing interest in things that you like to do, or um, almost being sad at times for no reason when everything else in your life, if you really look at it is incredible. So just to look out for these signs, it's like I said, it's not a full out depression where you're, you know, not able to get out of bed or you're, you know, you're crying all day or, um, even with the food, you know, using food, uh, as a substitute for being happy. It's it's really not at that level, but, um, it's like the pre, you know, the pre signs of, uh, depression so just to be aware of that on number four on the list and this you know we talk about how the mind body and soul it's all connected so the mind body connection so when when you're not feeling when we are not feeling well mentally emotionally definitely has a negative uh, impact on our physical well-being and when you it's very similar to when you eat you know white anything white white flour, white sugar, which are inflammatory foods versus when you eat antioxidants, um, superfoods, and um, anti-inflammatories such as, you know, green vegetables, um, different berries, uh, salmon, again, excuse me, and uh, nuts, things like this. So you want to be very mindful of this, but when you start having multiple joints hurting for no reason. And again, folks, if you're active and you're over, you know, 30 or 40, you're gonna have something that has probably been there for a while. That's just the way it is. Um but I'm talking beyond the norm. So let's just say hypothetically, you know, you have a knee that's been an issue for years, but you're still still able to do what you do. But then all of a sudden, you know, your hips starts hurting, your back starts hurting and your shoulder starts hurting simultaneously for no reason that's when you know you're overtraining and, um, you need to go back into the, uh, active rest mode for usually suggest to do this. And, and again, we're going back to the principles of periodization or periodized training where you're breaking up the year and, and you are uh, breaking it down into components. So let's just say, you know, for hockey, you want to be able to peak in October so you're utilizing the whole year, every several weeks, you're changing, uh, all the variable, variables that we spoke about in some of the other podcasts, <clears throat> you're changing, you know, volume, intensity, rest periods, rep sets, uh, types of exercises, you know, things like this. And, um, it's very important to do this. You know, as we age, I would truly recommend doing this every four weeks. When you're younger you can go six to eight weeks um, to make these you know to throw in this active rest period but again it really depends on the intensity of your training and uh, the requirements of your sport or activity or just in general how your body responds to uh, intense uh, workouts uh, with weights and incorporating you know things like yoga pilates uh, which are still uh, are going to help with overall strength especially core which is really crucial and we spoke about this and um you know everything goes from we will say from the central so center of the body outwards to the periphery so you know hand from the inside going out to the hands and feet uh if you don't have a strong core which is right the hips the spine everything from the neck to the lower back, and then if you do a saran wrap around your whole entire body, that's the core. So um, anyway, it's important to throw in this active rest, and I won't talk too much about it, but it's really important to, uh, as we, I would say for people over 50 to definitely do it every four weeks, uh, if not sooner. Really look out for these signs and symptoms. I know for myself and Uncle Paulie, it's roughly at about the four-week mark and um, so for us both of us uh, because we're almost like clones here um, it kind of started for us with with a lot of these signs and symptoms I'd say about five or six days ago and we were both really perplexed because we're very um systematic and scientific in our workouts and eating and, and things of this nature The only thing I could think of, folks, to be honest with you, is this extreme cold weather with very few days of sunlight, um, you know, being sort of locked up in the house. Um, I just think all of this has contributed to it. You know, metabolism has slowed down. So um, what we were experiencing last week is our normal workouts, the normal, you know, volume and intensity felt like it was 10 times harder. And even with proper rest, where we both get, you know, about seven hours a night, um, still tired upon waking up. And uh, usually, you know, I know for myself, just jump out of the bed like a racehorse. And um, of course, start the day with my, you know, daily devotionals first to get my head straight. But once that's done, you know, usually I can't wait to get to the gym. And I'd say the past couple weeks with this extreme weather, um, I've noticed I've been staying in bed later, getting up a little later and that's not my norm. You know, in San Diego, I was out there, like I said, for 10 years and I'd say seven out of those 10 years, you know, I was up at four 30 every day to make sure I got to the gym by five. So little changes here and that's why it's important to write things down. We spoke about this in another podcast about logging everything. Uh, it's really key. And, uh, just to reiterate, um, Mr. Michael Johnson from the, um, Well, he's been a champion uh, track and field athlete for many years. Olympian, six gold medals in uh, 1996 uh, in Atlanta. Uh, Also won many other um, uh, meets uh, throughout Europe and uh, at the college level, you know, Division I. So this guy knows what he's talking about. And the book that he wrote is called Slaying the Dragon, And it really is a great guide to writing down goals and and logging your training and nutrition. So, excellent thing there. So, you know, in short, you know, these are, it's interesting because you can have varying levels of all four of the signs of the symptoms that I've mentioned already um, at different times of the day. Um, It could happen simultaneously. I mean, there's just so many variables here, but I think it'd be great for everyone listening in to, you know, have this tiny list either in their logbook or, um, you know, somewhere in their room where they can just be aware, um, of these, uh, training, uh, overtraining, uh, symptoms, because that will save you, um, a a lot of time. It'll save you a lot of headache. It'll, it'll save you, uh, the potential of, you know, getting hurt. And of course, uh, it will optimize your performance. All right, Uncle Paulie, you're up. Hey, it's about friggin' time over here. Eh? Nah, just kidding, Doc. Awesome information, guys. You know, we got three more to go. All right. Next on the list. You know, it's it's important, like we talked about. You know, rest periods because when you when you take a nap and especially uh, you know sleep at night, it releases growth hormone, which positively affects uh, male hormone levels. Again which affects thyroid and metabolism in positive ways, and now we're also talking about, you know, even, you know, with it, where, wow, where it will affect, my brain's going faster than my mouth today, sorry about that, folks, I got like uh, marbles in my mouth today, anyway, um, where was I going with this, oh yeah, and of course, you know, definitely will affect uh, insulin levels, you know, uh, glucose insulin levels, which is also, you know, important, and, and it's hormone driven too, so there's a lot there, but, um, you know, we're saying that if you are taking your nap, let's say, after your morning workout, you're doing, you know, like a 20-minute nap, you know, nice, set the alarm, boom, you're out, you know, after a nice shower, and then you're getting your seven hours of sleep, and, you know, you're taking proper rest periods, you know, when you're training and all this, and you still feel like you got ran over by a truck or you got beat up by freaking, you know, 10 gorillas that weigh 500 pounds each, we are, we are, that's a classic sign, guys, use guys, that's a classic sign of overtraining right there, all right, that's a big one, so, you know, you got to be aware of this, next on the list, you have decreased strength, for no reason now we talk about the variables that you change every workout right sets reps amount of weight rest periods or uh sorry rest periods order you know order of exercises and all this but if you see that your strength is going down for no reason and you're doing you know similar workload and intensity and rest periods bing, 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 bing. That's uh, overtraining right there, folks. Um, You know, it's something that... It's a clear indicator that, honestly, you know, your hormone levels, your, you know, they call it homeostasis. You know, when, when every system in the body, all the chemical reactions in the brain and everywhere else are in harmony, you know, in the right balances, right? That's where... You know, we're talking that that's what homeostasis is. Again, optimizing performance across the board. Everything, mind, body, and soul. You know, for, for the science people out there, all the chemical reactions that occur in the brain. <clears throat> neurological interpretation, neurological impulses, speed of impulses. All of that, that affect, you know, reflexes. And we can go on and on, but we're going to keep it over here right now. Alright, next with that, we're going to talk about, this is number uh, six on the list, diminished endurance, so we're talking about, let's just say you usually do, you know, 30 minutes to 45 minutes of cardio, you know, six days a week, and of course, some days you're doing high intensity interval training, some days you're just doing, you know, a nice 60 to probably 80% of your maximum heart rate, you know, depending but uh if you're finding that you can't even match your minimum of 30 minutes, and that's been your normal for a long time, boom bong, boom, bong, boom, bong, 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 hello, yo, uh, hello, knocking on the door. <laughs> it's over training, folks. Okay. And uh do you see how uh, they all tie in together? You know what I mean? So um sorta of like, right? If someone gets an injury, do they just have pain? No. They have dysfunction and movement. Do they walk normally? No. Do they move normally? No. What else? We go on and on. How's their endurance? Not that good. How's their performance in sport? Not that good, right? When pain is present. So, same thing here. And uh, number seven on the list. You know, I really love that number. And the first thing in my brain when I see the number seven is uh, the magnificence of our Father in Heaven, right? On that seventh day, he rested after creating masterpiece after masterpiece after masterpiece all for us. So I think about that, that number seven. Plus, the doc's birthday is September 7th over here, so we, boom, throw that in there. All right, number seven. All right, we're gonna talk about needing longer rest intervals during your workout, all right, because that's another huge indicator, if you're doing a normal weight, let's just say on a range, you know, you're doing like an Olympic lift overhead, and you're, you know, your normal is 100 pounds, and uh, you need, you know, 30 seconds to a minute rest after that to do, you know, knockout four sets, five sets, and you're starting to need Two minutes, three minutes, four minutes, five minutes. Hello, that means that from a neurological perspective, which is a lot of what we're talking about here, because here's the bottom line, right? There is no muscle strength if there aren't any connections from the muscle to the brain, and there aren't any impulses that carry the information to to for the brain to interpret to know what to do next. You know what I mean, folks? So. Without these things, um, we're not doing too well. So, here, here's my uh, analogy over here, folks. Is that it's very similar. How do people do? How do we do as humans when we don't sleep enough? Overall, how many times have you heard about... I'm sorry, but especially in the medical and health side, you know, people making very serious mistakes because they're up for 48 hours. You know what I mean? This throws... Everything out of whack, out of whack, out of balance, out of everything. Because now, the normal uh, chemical reactions, you know what I mean, folks, with the hormones, now you're kicking out other hormones like like cortisol, right? Cortisol, cortisone, which, folks, you know, you have to be under a rock if you haven't heard. You get too much of that, what does it do? It destroys the body. So, IE example, okay? A cortisone injection. Now, what's the goal? Uh, Anti-inflammatory, right? Get rid of the inflammation. Does it do that? Yeah, it does it pretty good. At the cost of... Ready for the adverse reactions? It literally will turn into Rambo and blow up everything in the surrounding area. So, we're talking about ligaments tendons other soft tissue that's in there it will blow it up like a freaking atomic bomb and here's the proof folks you look at the research it used to be three uh cortisone injections a year all right based on the research without any adverse reaction you know what it's down to now folks one think about it and hey here's the bottom line it's putting a a freaking band-aid on, uh, on a cut, that's all it's doing. You're not getting to the root source of the problem. All right? And um, for anyone who hasn't really heard of this uh, approach that me and the doc are talking about, and we didn't invent this, this is a neurogenic approach to training, to optimizing performance, to injury prevention. It covers a lot of things here, folks. And it starts with the developmental milestones that we all go through as humans, right? We go from our backs to our tummy, to crawling, to kneeling, to half kneeling. I call it the proposal stance, you know, a position and then uh, walking and then running. So all of this occurs from zero to the running about two years. All right. And uh, it's funny if I were, we were to test people right now and take a 1,000 people, I'm telling you right now, you know, at least I would say a good 40% wouldn't be able to get in those positions, you know, I mean, without difficulty. There'd be a lot of uh, alterations, compensation, and dysfunction in trying to get into those positions and then get back up again. It's uh, pretty incredible. But uh, the key is that you have to customize your approach, number one, and number two, um, it needs to be evolving all the time. You can't do the same stuff over and over and over because the brain is smarter than all of us that we think it is. It will adapt from a neurological perspective when things become familiar with the brain, right? It starts in the body, but then it shoots up to the brain. You know, that's when the brain is, Oh, you know what? I don't have to work as hard. Now, I'm going to let up a little. When the, when the stimulation is not there, the impulses, the uh, which carry information, right? When they're not there, which, you know, occurs with neurological disorders, right? There's, or involvement, like uh, cerebral palsy, uh, multiple sclerosis, spinal cord injury, stroke, and go on and on. You know what I mean? Um... There are disruptions in the uh, quality of information. Sometimes the information doesn't even get to the brain. Sometimes it goes around, you know, a long route. And then it's like that game Telephone. You get 100 people. It's not even the same message, you know, person one. By the time you finish that person 100, you know what I mean? So this is really key to understand that you can't strengthen something If the information isn't being transmitted to the brain, where all of these programs for movement start without that, there is no muscle strength that there's nothing, there's no movement or there's, you know, like I said, alterations, compensation, dysfunction. Okay. And, uh, that's our seven signs and symptoms of overtraining we hope that this was very helpful for you and uh, we felt honored that we can share uh, our experience, especially some experiences, some something uh, that is very uh, recent, you know, a week ago and uh, we're living what we preach and that's the other difference here, folks preach slash teach, right? is anyone can spit out information but if you're not living it And if you're not evolving and developing, (laughs) what is the quality going to be and how valid is it? You got to think about it, folks. All right, well, this is Uncle Paulie. I want to wish you the best rest of the week and a weekend coming up. We got another podcast coming up in a couple of days. Uh, We got to figure out because our schedule is a little crazy, me and the doc, but uh, maybe we're looking at Friday, Saturday, but we'll let you guys know. And uh, if you ever need to contact us, Uh, Doc will put his email in the uh, description box. All right, folks, take care. God bless. All right, Uncle Paulie, great job. Uh, Always a pleasure um, doing everything with you. Training, uh, teaching, uh, discussing, laughing, eating, (laughs) all of those things. And folks, just want to let you know that you are worth it. The time you put in will drastically affect your results. So when it comes to exercise, and we make this very clear, Uncle Polly and myself, it is a scientific, it's necessary for it to be scientific because the brain is involved. When the brain is involved, you can't just do things haphazardly, okay? It's very key to be very systematic and very focused and very organized, and that's why it's so important to write things down. And I want to leave you with this. It's challenging in the mornings for me, especially to spend the time, uh, dedicated to reading the, uh, 18 or 19 scriptures that I've, you know, marked off in my Bible. But I have to tell you that when I put that, when I put that time in, my mind is, is ready. I am, I have the armor, the armor of God to get through the rest of the day and that he is with me. He's not only as close as the air that I breathe closer, he's also on my so- at my side, holding my right hand, wrapping his huge arms around me, but he's also ahead of me um, to protect me from what's coming up. And it's not just me, folks. It's every single one of you out there. And all I can tell you is, when Jesus and God and the Holy Spirit are in your life, it will change every aspect. And it may not happen overnight and we may not always get what we want, but we're going to get what we need because God is a father that loves us that much. And, uh, he's doing a lot of things behind the scenes when we're not looking folks, believe me, I'm starting to really realize that more and more every day. So want to wish you the best and only good things for all. This is Dr. Dennis. here to provide hope, inspiration, encouragement, and specialized knowledge so that you could optimize your performance in your lives. Uh, keep a watch out and uh, for our 30th episode coming up in a few days. God bless, take care.